This is the one and only Des Rocks, and you're listening to the one and only The Itch. You're listening to The Itch. My name is Casey. And I'm Aaron. And we don't have Dan this week. He's on vacation. But this week we are scratching the itch for that reason to bring in reinforcements. Now, we talked last week with the one and only Des Rocks. And Casey, after some kind of back and forth about whether it was going to happen or not, ended up making it to his show at Del Mar Hall in St. Louis. And while he was there, he met a couple of, uh, of folks that we are familiar with from the internets. And uh, <laughs> I'll let you take it from here. Yes. So I tried to get a few friends to to join me. I reached out to a handful of people and being on a Thursday and last minute notice, uh, wasn't able to get anybody to go. So I went ahead and Ubered down by myself and uh, stood outside and uh, <laughs> waited to get into the building. And uh, as we were led into the bar area, one of our guests, Heidi, seized my shirt and says, hey, I followed them on Twitter. Like, hey, I'm KC. <laughs> you follow me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So I got to, to meet Heidi and Kai, and we got to hang out and watch the show, and it was a glorious experience. <laughs> so introducing Heidi and Kai. Hello. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us. We're really excited to have you guys. We've We've had a couple experiences where we've been to shows and, like, met people that we knew from, like, Twitter or something. But we never invited them on to recap the show with us before. We're like, this will be a fun thing to try for the first time. Let's do it. <laughs> Especially with a fan base as rabid as this particular artist has. So we've got a couple of filthy animals with us. We do. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are from Michigan, is that right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Quite a drive. <laughs> <laughs> Quite a drive. Yeah, and you've, um, this is, how many um, shows have you guys scene of this you saw a couple of shows at the beginning of the tour and then a couple at the end yeah um i went to three before that show i think heidi went to six for this tour it was my seventh show okay nice yeah i have a question immediately at what point did the blue stones drop off of this because this was supposed to be kind of a double bill and we didn't know until the day of that they were not going to be part of this St. Louis show. Had that been the situation for a few shows already, or was that a new thing? No, actually that St. Louis show was the first show okay. that they didn't play at. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Which in a sense worked out for all of y'all because it's it's more Des as much as uh <laughs> as much as the Blue Stones are a quality act and we recommend people checking them mm-hmm. out. But still. <laughs> yeah, yeah, mixed feelings. There were some people that were Blue Stones fans that came to the shows and didn't even know Oh, yeah. stayed anyways yeah right right yeah that was a funny moment waiting in line to get into delmar hall was there was a girl in front of me and she's like well the headliner's not even here and i was like well the ticket says des <laughs> on the the ticket master it says <laughs> des so i think you're incorrect on that one but <laughs> i was confused i kept seeing it different ways sometimes yeah. it was like yeah. des was supporting blue stones and then you said about the ticket i'm like well that's weird yeah. yeah, everyone yeah. listed it differently. It was kind of strange. Like people were calling each people headliners and stuff. It was like right. kind of like flippy floppy. Right. Yeah, it was supposed to be billed just as a co co headliner tour. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
I was looking up a few of the set lists and it seems like whether, you know, even before this date where he kind of got the extended time, I mean, Des was still playing 15, 16 tracks, even if Bluestones were, uh, you know, the final act of the night. Right. Mm-hmm. So everybody was getting some good time. Yeah. So how was it traveling down to uh, St. Louis for you guys? <laughs> All right. Just <laughs> yeah. a long drive. We weren't that tired yet, so that was not the worst. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The trip there probably was the best of our drives, actually. Nice. Yeah. We gained an hour, and that helped, too. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. As we were discussing uh, about recording times, I, I always forget that, you know, you think Michigan and Missouri, they're close enough, but it's... Uh, still that time that time zone difference yeah <laughs> time zones are the bane for us so we're glad it was only one hour difference yeah it had been yeah, a big problem sure. in other situations <laughs> but um shortly after i had that experience with the lady in front of me talking about the blue stones it was kind of funny because you guys were a couple of people ahead of me and uh will came out and you, <laughs> you guys started talking with will and i, I wasn't entirely sure of you know, who does plays with live or what, what everybody looked like. Cause I, I just didn't really like do a lot of research into it, but, but I was like, obviously he's with the band <laughs> like, <laughs> and you guys were having a, an entertaining conversation with him. It was fun to kind of sit back and watch that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I still don't know who Will is. So give me the context here. Someone. Will's the drummer for the band. Ah, He's got the half and half hair. If that helps. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's definitely the most sociable of the band. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so he's the guy you send out to interact with people beforehand and get them extra hype. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make friends. And then, then okay. Yeah. It's good to have a person like that in the group. If if not mm-hmm. everybody, some, some bands, everybody's like that, but not too many. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He made a cameo in the interview. It, it kind of got cut. He just kind of walked into the room and was <laughs> yeah, grabbing yeah. something at, at the hotel oh, they were in. <laughs> yeah, he, Des is like, that's my drummer. <laughs> yeah, I actually, okay. I actually, I actually chatted with him after the show about that, uh, and he was like, "Yeah, I, I needed to get some clothes, and I, <laughs> I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to interrupt, but I had to get something." Like, this is why we have to tell artists in advance, like this isn't live, and we're not using the right. video. Like, if somebody needs to come through, it's fine. <laughs> don't worry about it. You're not going to cause any problems. Yeah, and that's what I, that's what I told them. I was like, "Don't worry, you won't even know that it's in there." And, well, <laughs> it isn't. People, yeah people people will now that we we talked about it but yeah we we scrubbed that whole thing out so so you guys made it to a a, you said at least three maybe six seven shows on this tour what was the farthest you went to see one from your home i actually went to nine shows on this tour nine okay wow the farthest was uh kai and i both went together to albany new york nice that was like 10 something hours yeah yeah (laughs) Are you getting to knock out like a lot of like cities you've never been to before? Or is this a thing you've done in the past in general? So like you've kind of made the circuit a little bit here and there already. Heidi's kind of gone on like other Des Rocks tours a little bit and followed. I've been to three other non-Des concerts in my life. Like that's it. So this is like definitely like new thing for me. Just shows in general? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I got to follow up with the question then. Can you tell us any of the other ones? grandson Ooh. and 21 pilots and i did not want to go but machine gun kelly <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> i was dragged along hey those those are all acts that are definitely worth seeing live for sure yeah. grandson <laughs> is very high up on our hit list of we want to yeah. we want to see him and we want to interview him so yeah i've, I've had the pleasure of seeing him a, a couple times so uh grandson's tour in um 
2019 is actually the first time I saw Does Rocks when Does Rocks opened for Grandson. The first time you saw him live or like your introduction to him altogether or both? Um, Both, actually. Nice. Like, oh, who is this guy? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I was doing research and I didn't realize, um, we'll get to a little bit more into this later maybe, but but Des has been, he's been in music for a long time, but he's only been touring mm -hmm. under this name since about that time, actually. That was probably one of his, about 2019-ish, it seems like. Yeah, that was his first uh, actual tour. Yeah. As does Rocks. So it's cool. He's he's uh, he's only really, and then the pandemic hit, you know, and kind of, he still did some mm -hmm. shows in 2020, but not not too much as nobody did for a good while. So yeah, it's like it still feels very early in this guy's career in terms of being a solo artist doing these tours. So it's impressive how many like you know notable acts he's already been able to share the stage with. Definitely. Yeah. But back to you guys' experience at the concert. <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. So you know we're in the bar area at Delmar Hall waiting to be let in. They they had VIP, but uh, <laughs> there was only a handful of those, which. <laughs> In hindsight, I don't really know why they felt the need to even do that because there, there wasn't a ton of people there at the start anyway. It, it, it about doubled in size before Des took the stage, but uh, we got to go up pretty close to the stage. You guys were right up there front. I was right behind you. I I, as a big guy, I'm about six, seven. Uh, <laughs> I, uh, I didn't feel guilty standing in front because there, there wasn't too many people behind me, but... <laughs> But I, it was nice to to be able to stand that close and not feel bad about it. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the doors open at 6.30, show didn't start for like another hour after that. So we're just kind of chilling, talking. And at one point, the opening band, uh, First in Flight, we, we, we were like, hey, we need to sit down because <laughs> we, st we still got another, still got another like 30 minutes. So we all just kind of like sat down uh, like we were playing mm -hmm. Duck, Duck, Goose or something in a, in a circle. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. The bassist and the, the drummer of First in Flight actually came down and were like, hey, we want to we want to get down on your level. So they they kind of hung out and were asking questions to the people in the, in the crowd it was kind of interesting. That's cool. I'm not familiar with this act. Were they, is that a St. Louis band or were they part of the tour as well? They're from um, San Francisco, if I if I'm not mistaken. Interesting. Uh, yeah, around there. Yeah. Okay. And they were a good vibe. I I wasn't familiar with them at all. I was looking forward to Blue Stones. I did a little bit of research into them. I wasn't familiar with them before this show, but uh, they put on a, a nice little show. They had good crowd reaction. Uh, they kept talking about how everyone in the audience needed to buy a shirt so their uh, <laughs> lead guitarist could uh, uh, eat. <laughs> Specifically the lead guitarist. Yeah, specifically the lead <laughs> like, guitarist. Everybody else is eating, but he's out of rations. We need some shirt purchases. Or our lead guitarist particularly is going to starve. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoyed their set. And uh, they had a relatively short set, I, I thought, being they're the, you know, the only other <laughs> band. But Des ended up going for, I, I don't know exactly what the time was. Maybe you guys like started and stopped the <laughs> the time there but it seemed it seemed like he went almost two hours i think so it was a full set list yeah it was a full set list and he came out to do one encore song and then he he ended up doing like three other three. songs after that yeah. <laughs> yeah i can tell you by some some internet cheating i did that the, that he had a 20 song set at this show so yeah. he was out there a while <laughs> 
if you count was. The, including yeah. the encore and everything. Yeah. So wow. So what was your experience at this particular one? And then sub question of that one, which I guess we get to after the first. Heidi and Kai, was there anything, I mean, aside from, I guess, the longer set list, was there anything that stood out differently than any of the other ones on this tour that you guys have seen? Um, I guess just to start with the show. Personally, this show was like so energetic and so hype. And there was only a few of us and that was kind of sad, but we like filled up that space really well. Mm -hmm. Like a lot of us were like just jumping and like having a great time. Mm -hmm. So it was small, but that like made up for it. The energy made up for it. Um, so I loved this show because it was just like so fun. The full set was nice. I mean, mixed feelings about it. It was sad that the Blue Stones couldn't be there, but we got a bunch of extra songs we weren't planning on, which is always like super just like fun. Like when you're getting like this really cool surprise you're not expecting. So that was cool. Right. Um, what was different? We got a few songs that were different, like, cause the set list was just like out the window. Like at one point he was like, whatever we're just doing whatever with the set list you're just gonna go along with it and we were like yeah totally we love that so yeah we got like a few random things sprinkled up throughout there that we don't normally get so that was fun for sure i was curious about that because when if you're you know if you're kind of going on tour with an artist or if you've seen multiple shows of the same tour with most artists you've seen the same or a really similar set list every time maybe a couple of little swap outs here and there but you know you you got a whole like you mentioned like a whole handful of of fresh tracks in there probably be kind of exciting to like guess what those might be in advance to see if you could i love trying to predict what songs are going to be played at a show <laughs> yeah aaron's aaron's totally the guy that that takes out his phone opens up his notes and types in every song that was played and in, in the set list order and then goes back and and does research on that and, and... casey takes videos i keep track of the set yeah, list right hey right. that's me and heidi she yeah. takes the videos and i write down the set list there yeah. you go there you go there you go set list we got yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, also before this show, while we were hanging out at the venue waiting in line, we listened to the whole uh, sound check from outside. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually like we could hear it really well. So that was fun. <laughs> yeah. For those not familiar, the Delmar Hall um, is actually a newer renovated venue. Um, it's right across the street from the the main building, the pageant, uh, but it's it's a nice newer building. Um, the sound is really good, and even even though it's kind of a smaller room, uh, and there wasn't as many people as we would have liked there, uh, the the sound was still really awesome. And so, if anyone has a chance to check out that venue, they they should because it's it's a good it's a good place to see a show on a street that has multiple good places to see shows, which is yeah. Yeah, like, just if you're going to see shows in St. Louis, just go to Del Mar, the street, and right, you'll, you'll be sad. There's literally like four within blo- within blocks of each other. I say the pageant itself is probably St. Louis's like premier like indoor concert location, yeah. aside from like arenas. Right. So. Right. Yeah, this was my first. I've never been to St. Louis, so that was my first time. It's nice. kind of fun. Oh well, we're glad you had a good Same. experience then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the heat, everything was good. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, you got there right during the heat wave. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it could have been worse. You could have been here like a week and a half later and had epic flooding. Really? <laughs> I saw that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a whole. Wait, you guys issue. don't like live there? Are you good? No, we're we're, <laughs> we're well. Aaron's in Chicago, but um, oh, okay. I, I'm in the the the. Uh, 
outskirts of St. Louis, but uh, we got we got a pretty decent amount of rain. But uh, wow, okay. we're good. We're good. Okay. Good. <laughs> Appreciate the asking, though. That's that's very yes. considerate. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Right. Yeah. And Dan was in Florida for that. So okay, gotcha. <laughs> So hopefully his house is good, but uh, <laughs> he's not there to check on it right now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, Casey, as this being your first time seeing Des live, like what your kind of overall like vibe of the whole experience is. Or if you got some particular highlights or play-by-plays, by all means, throw them out. Well, for one, I was bummed out that you weren't able to, to join me because I know you were really wanting to see him. And um he didn't do a Chicago tour yeah. on this run, which I thought was kind of, I thought that was kind of interesting because it seems like Chicago would have been a city that he would have hit up, but he did not. And I feel like you probably would have joined me, but uh, with the circumstances of the previous month that, that didn't really. <laughs> <laughs> it was not a situation yeah, right. where I could come to St. Louis just for the show. It's just, right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but when we did the interview, we've had the fortunate ability to interview somebody and then a lot of the times within the same week, they're in our city and we go and see them. So had I not gone to the show by myself, we wouldn't have <laughs> seen them the week that we interviewed them. We would have broke the streak. We had like a, a five, five interview streak of interviewing somebody and then seeing them like <laughs> less than three days later or whatever. You were so, really adamant about making yeah. this happen to keep that streak <laughs> yeah. alive. He was like, so, we got to do it. It's our thing now. <laughs> All yeah. right, man. And when he talked about when he talked about bringing bringing the energy live, uh, he just he talked it up so much. I had I had to witness it myself. He said he wanted people to be like worried for his well being on stage. Yes, like <laughs> that he might like die or something in the middle of the show. Was oh, yeah. was that a real concern? Let me let me just ask. <laughs> Were there moments where you had some questions? <laughs> um, he definitely brings the energy. He runs back and forth. Like the, the stage at Delmore Hall is pretty long stage. So he, he's running back and forth and and jumping around playing guitar. There's a couple of times where I, I thought that he would have to like take a break and get, a, get some water, let Will uh, bang on the drums for longer than the one solo that he did. But, uh, but he, him and, and Doc, the, basis where man he just swings his head back and forth over and over and over <laughs> I'm surprised he doesn't get whiplash while he plays <laughs> <laughs> okay so so i got a question you you're talking about you know des is running around playing the guitar so i am the most ignorant to the man in this chat uh are we talking it's a three-man bands we've got a, a bassist and a drummer and he's on guitar the whole time yep yeah and yeah. vocals yeah. yeah and vocals yeah. right yeah. i know there's there's some vocalists that you know they'll play guitar for part of the set and sometimes they'll put it away or you know let the rhythm guitarist take over or then you have acts like this that don't have a rhythm guitarist and he's just full-time everything yeah Yeah, that guitar is like a part of him it's always there yeah yeah nice during this tour there's been one song where he's handed the guitar off to doc the bass player yeah but it's just for that one song oh and and what what song is that and why why the transition there um it's nothing personal and they did um, a version of it on this tour with just does rock singing and doc on the guitar and then no drums it's just kind of a stripped stripped back moment on my internet cheating on on setlists.fm uh where some of these shows are are listed they have that referred to as the slow down version yeah okay so i guess that's what they're doing on this tour okay that makes sense 
yeah he uh he got down and he like kind of sat on the stage and got closer to the people it was good good stuff all right and then actually at this show he then um during the encore played the regular version of nothing oh, yeah. personal so i thought that was interesting yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was fun that's cool i've heard stories of people playing the same song multiple times in a set but i've never actually seen it happen <laughs> yeah we really liked it it's fun how it's the same song but it's so different it doesn't even feel like the same song because you have like this like quiet where it's just singing to everyone individually and then there's like this super loud the whole band is just like completely jamming it's fun (laughs) how different it is even though it's the same song right i i definitely wanted to touch on just them jamming in in general yeah it's so interesting because you know you you see des and you you know for those familiar with them but not like super familiar with them like like Aaron and I kind of kind of were you just think oh this is a a guy by himself playing playing stuff kind of like a mammoth WVH where you know he just does everything goes into the studio plays everything and he probably does most of that when he records the album but when you see him live and you got Will on drums you got Doc they just bring so much additional energy that matches Des which is crazy to watch but they're so good at performing and and they just it was so entertaining <laughs> in, in the interview he talked about like being you know pretty fiercely independent like you don't really want to work with outside producers he's like i don't really necessarily play well with others so i could entirely imagine where in terms of like setting up a band there he would be pretty picky about that like you really got to be on brand for what he's trying to do to right. get that spot as the drummer the basis for this band it sounds like he hit the mark <laughs> yeah yeah, he found like two people that he really cohesively works with. And that's one of my favorite things because they just all like work together so well musically mm-hmm. and then just like energy wise, like on stage. And I think it makes the live performance like so amazing. Yeah, it just works together so well. It's essential. Yeah, we've we've seen enough yeah. shows that I can definitely say that 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 can make the difference between a great show and, and just a fine show. It's just like that band chemistry up there. You can tell when somebody when everybody's feeling it on the same page and when they're not. So a couple of my favorite moments, and I'll let you guys say some of what your favorite moments were, but you probably enjoyed some of what I did as well. So mm-hmm. one part during MMC, when he, when they do the show tunes breakdown at the end, Will was cracking me up because he just he just sat and put his hand on his chin and just like <laughs> like like he's bored because he he's not not doing anything for like thirty <laughs> seconds. So that that part cracked me up. He's just like waiting to come back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then um so they just start jamming out and doing i don't even know if it was a song it was just they was just jamming and doc's just kind of jumping up and down sw- swinging his head back and forth like i was saying and he like i don't know if he's out of breath or if he just like kind of stumbled but he's like he bent over and, and then des like went over to check on him and then he like put his hands on his hips like what are you doing and then he <laughs> <laughs> he runs over and then he stomps on his foot a couple times to like pump him back up and then he he stands up straight and starts and then starts head bobbing and, and jumping around again it was it was so great it was i was laughing my ass off that's a good bit is that a thing is that a normal thing it varies, it varies a little. oh yeah one time doc had to stop to tie his shoe <laughs> yeah. that was one of them yeah I love when bands have bits. Like, let's just throw this yeah. little bit of comedy in here. And yeah. we might do the same thing a few times. You might change it up. It's fine. <laughs> or Doc will, like, totally just, like, fall to the ground and just yeah. be laying there. 
Yeah. <laughs> play dead. Somebody it's hilarious. Stage. Play dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Something spooked him in the middle of the show, and he's he's out. <laughs> right. No that 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 part of the show made it so entertaining to watch them just interact with each other, and then um, my my personal favorite moment of the show was when he covered. Um, um, with a little help from my friends, Joe Cocker song, and that was that was awesome because then at one at one point he's, he's telling Will to, to to play it faster, and then Will just goes yeah. nuts, and then he's like faster, faster. It's like it's like I don't know how much faster he could go, but <laughs> but he's trying. Yeah, yeah, but that was that was awesome. I enjoyed that one. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really neat how like there's like some comedy parts and then there's just like competition parts and yeah. there's like all <laughs> over the place and then there'll be like quiet moments. It's really like everything in one show. Right. It's nice. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Yeah, when Will did his drum solo, it was it was kind of funny because there was a lot of other people around us that were like just screaming the entire time during <laughs> during his drum solo, and I was like, oh man, I kind of. I don't want to hear the drum the drum solo a little bit oh that's probably us i'm sorry oh no you're, no, you're, good. you're good you're good no that that was one thing that i wanted to kind of make mention um it, you know a lot of the people that were there were the diehard filthy animal fans and they were singing and screaming you know just as loud as as des is so it's it's always kind of a an interesting dynamic when you you want to hear them play it but then you you hear everyone else around you as well which it makes for a good at- atmosphere but sometimes you just want to enjoy <laughs> the artist playing <laughs> yeah because he's like it's too intense in here you guys, yeah. <laughs> you guys are too familiar no it was great I, I, lo- I, I love i love the energy that he brought and then you know when the typical you know run to this side have this side cheer run to the other side have that side cheer he did that then he jumped in the center and then everyone <laughs> cheered that was that was great <laughs> now here's a note i have um i know he, he's been known to do a, a we will rock you cover at least in s- some version or another on live shows as well which totally makes sense obviously queen being a, a massive influence uh the note that i'm seeing for this live show says an audience member was on drums for this yes uh can you tell me more <laughs> Yeah, this person's was also named Will, so they swapped out the Wills on the drums, and Danny like commented on that. It was kind of funny. Yeah, but yeah, they have a different audience member come up every time for the drums, like every time they do that cover, which has been at most of the shows. I think probably all of them. But yeah, it's just a different person each time. That's I think that's brilliant because like in general, like bringing an audience member up and letting them have your instrument is is a major gamble. Like right. they they might be bluffing, they might suck. If anything is complex, but we will rock you. <laughs> it's the world's easiest drum beat (laughs) and so it's it's perfect choice to do that it's just like anybody that can keep a simple rhythm yeah is qualified for this (laughs) i love that (laughs) yeah that was that was the entertaining part of the show for sure (laughs) all right and so another we mentioned this in the interview des just released a brand new track called manic memories was this the first time you all got to actually see that one performed it had to be one of at least yeah, it was the third to last song in um, the show we'd been to before was before the release. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that was the first time we'd heard that live. Well, actually, oh, Heidi actually and um, one of our friends, Nicole, was at a show that it was played at before. OK, that was like super special and amazing. 
And I wish it would have gone to that. But so it was the first time for me, second time for her. Okay. The first time we heard Man Memories is actually, I think it was in April when Does Rocks opened for Kaleo in Philadelphia. I drove to Philadelphia to see that. And he played it there. And that's the only time he's played it until now. So that was kind of fun. That's really interesting. Yeah, it was it was kind of strange because I don't think he was going to play it originally. Mm -hmm. And then the crowd was screaming out for it. And he's like, yeah, screw it. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I said, when he did the, the encores, I think that was around the time when he was doing the encore stuff. And section on the to the left of us wanted one specific song. And then the guys behind me wanted some other song. And they were screaming really loud what, what they wanted. And he's like, Oh, I only got room for one or two. And he's like, ah, screw it. I'll play all of them. <laughs> I'm <laughs> playing both. <laughs> yeah, that was actually fun because I yelled for him to play Born to Lose, which mm -hmm. he's never played live. And he played it for us that night. And that's the only show on the whole tour where he played that song. Wow. Nice. Nice. Yeah. You're touching on some of my, my trivia questions that I want to get to here in a little oh. bit. Um, <laughs> That wasn't that was all that was very close to one, yeah. So you're we're, you're on the same wavelength already. We'll just answer them all in advance. And then yeah, get there, there there's like nothing go. left. You're, yeah, you you're, you're checking out the list. Uh, it's done. I can't. <laughs> I have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> so, were there any other moments during the show that uh, either was special for for one reason or another? We got Dead Ringer, which we've gotten a few times before, and we did get in the past. But he like introed it by like saying, Dead Ringer, I see you. And it was really funny. And that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we got like a special intro to a song we only hear like sometimes. <laughs> nice. And that was that was one thing that I wanted to we I should have said at the start of the show. But during our interview, he he talked about uh the or orchestral part of YYY. You know, watching that live and getting to hear that as he comes out on stage, that was that was kind of cool. Just hearing him talk about it and then watching it which I'm sure you guys have seen every every time because I'm sure he opens he opens probably the show that way every time which makes sense. But we were very excited for that. Yeah. We went we drove to the first show of tour just so we could um either if you um probably noticed Kai's uh username on uh, Twitter is yyyy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we got it. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that orchestral intro that's like I didn't know that that was that old and it's so interesting to hear that that's old and like just thinking about like how long everything's been around and been waiting to come out at the right moment it's just like so neat and every time we learn a new thing about that I'm just like so shocked <laughs> yeah and that's that's one thing cool that was cool about you know just interviewing him and then a lot of the things that he talked about in the interview I got to witness him do live which just kind of brought it full circle <laughs> that's really cool yeah yeah yeah, you get it like the opposite way that we do. You got like a like interview and then the show and then we got the show and the interview. So it's like realizing the same things, but it's opposite. That's <laughs> right. Kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's something I'm, I'm I'm always curious about. Um, I'm used to going to shows. I'm like, okay, are they coming to St. Louis? Are they coming to Chicago? Those are my two cities, more or less. I might go a little bit outside of my realm, but I'm not. I, I've never had an artist that I've where I'd be like, I'm gonna go where they are rather than seeing if you know. I'll get to them when they come to where I am. What is like the inspiration with the idea of I want to basically follow someone on tour? Like, why is what's the draw to that 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 makes that be something you want to prioritize? I know it's not an 
easy thing to do. There's a lot of logistics involved in planning that kind of thing out and a lot of money involved in planning that thing out. So it's like, you really got to be prioritizing that. I'm very curious about um, just, just kind of the general why, why, why. <laughs> yeah, I've never done that to the extent that I have for Does Rocks. And most of it is motivated by just the thought that the, this is the time to see him in these small clubs and these little venues. And I don't know how long that's going to last. Like, I want to do it while I can. Let me see him with 100 people or 200 people, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that makes total sense. She's got her finger on the pulse. She's like, this guy's about to blow up. <laughs> right. <And> so, <laughs> right. You're probably right. The other motivating factor is that if it's a Saturday, so we don't have to miss a lot of work, that's like a main part of it. <laughs> right, right. There you go. Yeah, we went to many Saturday shows on this tour, like specifically. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I love the idea. You get to have these little like mini vacations. You sort of get to see a city, you know, or a few <laughs> on the way, whatever. <laughs> the street of the city. You get to right. see the one right. street. Yeah. 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 <laughs> hey, we saw this. We saw the arch as we were driving in. Hey, that's. That's good enough. Yep, that's, that's a rite of passage. You have to you have to at least see the arch in the distance yeah. when you come through St. Louis, or else you or else you probably weren't there. <laughs> and so St. Louisians are are notorious for pointing it out every time that they that they come back into town. It's like, oh, there's the arch. Yep, there it's, it is. It's been there the whole time. <laughs> God, it's one of the things that we do. And so we love us some arch. <laughs> <laughs> all right so with that in mind you know kind of taking the time to go on and see these shows even whether it's you know like a consistent thing or just like a weekend thing i feel like this kind of show is probably more or less a contact high for people <laughs> so with all the energy going around is it like a letdown is it deflating like the next day after one of these shows and it makes you want to go back out and see another one because it was that high like energy level and that much fun <laughs> It's like the most opposite spectrums of life. It's like the most alive and the happiest and the most energetic you've ever been. And then like work and driving back. And it's like so opposite. Right. So yeah, we try to like get that alive part as much as possible. That's absolutely something that is worth pursuing. I could, I get that for sure. Actually, another big thing with us with traveling to these shows is just meeting up with other filthy animals that we've met online. And it's, we have so much fun just doing that. Did you guys know each other before this, or is this what what connected you as well? Yeah, just um, connected through online Des Rocks, um, mostly on Twitter. I mean, the community is is incredibly supportive and engaging. Like we we noticed, like this. I'll, I'll we usually don't say this stuff, but this episode with the interview was uh, the most like engagement and listenership and whatnot that we've had for an episode in probably three or four months. Uh, mm -hmm. Like it just it, it and it, and only it's only as of this recording, it's only been out a few days. And mm -hmm. so like, clearly there is a very passionate audience that's very interested in, in him. And then that community surrounding as well. Yeah. We're always looking for new content and new things going on. We're always just so hype about it. So yeah, any and all does content you guys have, we're always here for it. <laughs> we appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. We, we could, we could tell with, with some of the fans actually shout out to, uh, rat nat who became a, a a huge fan of ours and that's actually really ambitious and going and listening to our first episode and is going to listen to all 
110 episodes oh, or something. Nat so, is a, th- that was such a, such a cool thing. Nat is uh, a native Polish speaker, right? Yes. Yeah. And is yep. using it as, among other things, I'm sure, it has decided to use our show as a, a one method of learning English. So good luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck on that. But that's such a cool thing for somebody to say. Like, I'm going to listen to all your stuff. <laughs> yeah. Please, yeah. even the embarrassing stuff from the beginning, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 The community is great. It's fun because, like, you can mention one uh, filthy animal and we know exactly who you're talking about. You know, right. <laughs> we're very, I feel like we're all very connected and we all like are really excited when one of us will travel to a city so we can meet up with each other. We we were this close to reaching out to Leah to have her come on as well. Oh, cool. We've interacted with her show for a, a while, and we've talked about collaborating on an episode, doing something, but it hasn't worked out just yet. We still hope to talk to her in the future for sure. Yeah, that'd be so cool. We would love to hear that, like everyone. <laughs> yeah, and we we that's why in the interview we we shouted out. Heidi, because you you were always whenever we did the previous episodes on him, you were always like, you need to do an interview with the itch. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, you partially made that happen. I think we mentioned how he won. He won like the fan vote basically for uh, out, like debut album of the year last year. And I think a lot of that was was you spreading the word around and getting people to. I'm like, I don't even know who listened to the episode, but a bunch of people voted for him on the link. So. <laughs> Thank you, Heidi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right. You're right. <laughs> so, no, yeah, we appreciate y'all for that. <laughs> right. But hopefully, hopefully, does does an interview with uh, Leah and she will rock you because they yeah. they definitely would do that justice because uh, she's a huge fan. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, well, so as the show's ended, Des and and Will, I don't think I don't know if Doc. Uh, stuck around much uh he's packing up it's it seemed it seemed like he was but uh but des and will jumped down off the stage and started chatting with the fans and you guys were patiently waiting to the end letting other people talk when i was doing the same thing i didn't want to like run up and and (laughs) try to try to talk to him i didn't want to freak him out have a a big guy like myself just (laughs) run up to somebody but uh it was great because he was chatting with some people and I was just kind of standing there waiting my turn. And he, he looks up and sees me. He noticed the logo, looked at, looked at me and then got all excited and had a big grin on his face. He's like, Hey, it's my itch guy. He's like, uh, uh, let me, let me chat with these guys and I'll be with you in a bit. And so that, that made me, uh, happy because we we've seen a couple of shows and when when we get recognized with the the shirt logo and and everything just like meeting you guys beforehand uh i gotta commend you aaron for for creating a good logo uh because thanks because <laughs> it, it's it's recognizable when yeah i noticed you right away <laughs> whatever gets people's attention yeah yeah <laughs> But yeah, it was it was great to uh, to chat with him and, and thank him face to face for being on the interview. That's the coolest part of, uh, about doing what we do and getting to see people live and then chat with them afterwards. And mm-hmm. and uh, he was it kind of cracked me up because he was kind of humble to a point where he was like downplaying the interview because I I was I think I meant I was 
mentioning to you guys that uh, that we shouted out Heidi in the interview, and and he's like, yeah, you actually did. And he's like, ah, we just kind of it was good. We shot the shit for a while, you know. He just kind of downplayed it a little bit, but uh, <laughs> he's he's a humble guy. Yeah, they've always got like a lot of appreciation and respect, and they like recognize a lot of people by face and logo too. And it's always just really cool those before and after show moments that you get sometimes where it's just like talking to these people who make this great music and they're like great people too. It's nice. Right. So I, I have to ask you, I, I chatted with them and then I had to, I had to leave and, and I had to go to work the next day. So I, I needed to get, to get home, but mm-hmm. uh, I know you guys, you guys stuck around after that. So what, what were your guys' uh, interactions with them that, that night? If you remember. Um, I had this like stupid costume outfit thing. <laughs> so I talked to them about that. It was, there's this like TikTok of Will the drummer that got really famous. And they were like, yo, this costume. And they were like freaking out about it. And I was like t- telling them the story of like how it all got put together. I don't know what they were talking to Heidi about, but like the few of us just talked for a few minutes. I don't remember. No, it's all good. It's all good. It's all like blurs, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, that's what I was wondering. I was like, like for a, for like KC, it's like a first time experience. In my mind, I'm like, do you guys just have like an ongoing conversation like from right. date to date when you see each other? Like We should. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, so here's what we're talking about in Nashville. Um, <laughs> well, one thing I remember, I remember you guys being like blown away that he had like a box of vinyls up at the the merch booth or something yeah oh my god (laughs) is that not normal no it was his old um that this is our life ep and they were all sold out online nobody's been able to buy it for a long time so i mean they were in like high demand too (laughs) right yeah and then they just found them We found them. <laughs> oh crap! We've had these for a while, sitting somewhere. Yeah, I made, wow, I made okay. a joke. I made a joke with you guys that you could buy them all and then like sell them for like top top value. Oh <laughs> we bought them out no, of vinyl. We <laughs> could never. <laughs> I did end up buying like five, I think, just because people were messaging me. Yeah. Um, wanting me to get them. So, and then I actually I was at the post office today shipping those out. Nice. <laughs> what, a, what a nice fan. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, assuming reasonable price, what a nice fan. Right. <laughs> but, oh, no, just yeah. like I tripled yeah, yeah. the price and sold them to my friends on in the DMs. <laughs> That's great, though. That is, it's nice to have people looking out for you in that regard when it comes yeah. to the rare merch. Because, yeah, you're probably right. Those will probably, they're probably gone by the end of the tour, which is only a few more dates after that. Right. I don't know, but. So yeah, we were, I couldn't believe they had those. They just <laughs> found them in the box or whatever. <laughs> I have to thank Heidi for taking the picture with me and Des. That was fun. It's kind of funny because the three of us, I'm the picture guy. I like to, to get a picture with the artist and then, mm-hmm. you know, share it on the socials and, and use that as promotional stuff for the episodes. And then Aaron's more of a vinyl guy or uh, mm-hmm. something. So like, he'll buy a vinyl, get it signed. And then Dan Dan likes to buy a T-shirt and then get it signed by all the members of the band. But then yeah. I, I thought about you know doing that and like buying something and then and then getting it signed or whatever. But then it it kind of takes away the experience for Aaron and Dan not doing it themselves. So right. I, I was kind of it's kind of like yeah, here's this vinyl that <laughs> signed by Des that you didn't get to meet yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. See, that's that's very thoughtful as well. We, I mean, just the idea. Yeah, <laughs> we right. Appreciate it. Right. All right. So you want to do some some trivia? Yeah, 
I'm ready to quiz you. I want to see what, you know, most of the questions that I came up with were about what's played live, since that's sort of the crux of the conversation yeah. mm -hmm. here. And I will say one caveat. So my research was setlist.fm. And while there's a lot of accuracy, especially among artists that have dedicated fan bases, there's a little room for error because I can't guarantee that every set that he's ever done is recorded. 100% accurate. So, yeah. So we're using the data that's available. Right. right. And so I'll start off with a couple should be softballs and then we'll see if they get more difficult. I don't think they actually will, to be honest. But this is just something that sounded fun to me. So I hope thank you all for uh, engaging <laughs> with my nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't been here too long, so I think Heidi might have to like I'll try. But I think Heidi might have to pick up most of these because she's been here a lot longer than me. And she knows more set list stuff than me, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I know the set list at this show. And like, that's it. I think that'll that'll still do you a lot of favors, though. OK, but all right. Let's, let's do a little little background, though, first, though. And I'm going to consider y'all a team. It's not a competition or anything. So, you know, if you want to discuss <laughs> before you submit your answer, then go for it. <laughs> um, so we didn't talk about this much, but but Des Rocks is the stage name. Uh, Danny Rocco, the, the person behind it. What was the name of his band before going solo? Secret Weapons. Which one of it? Okay. If there's what? more than one, you got me. Secret Weapons is the one that I know. <laughs> Oh, I was going to say, which one of us answers? We, oh, like, oh. Answer? we can both answer at the same time. <laughs> However you want to do it. This is oh all just God. pure, pure, just fun. That's what it's. <laughs> and here's one that I, uh, this is based on Wikipedia and I hope it's true. And I really wish I had have looked up the Wikipedia entry before the interview, because I think this is fascinating. What was Danny's industry job before becoming Des Rocks? Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Ty. Right. You know this one? <laughs> It feels like class. Oh my god! Um, he like worked at the record that he was on Secret Weapons for. Yeah, he was apparently uh, worked in the legal department for mm -hmm. Epic, which is fascinating to me. Given you know he talks so much about you know the independence and the not really wanting to have oversight. So, if you are a lawyer in a record label's you know department, I just I feel like he probably got a lot of firsthand experience with with the mm -hmm. kind of stuff that he is now really mm -hmm. adamantly against I, i'm like mm -hmm. okay this explains this is the origin story i wish i had known about it but i thought that was fascinating i didn't know I, I actually didn't know the man was old enough to have a law degree he seems very young to me but <laughs> maybe he doesn't i don't know we'll find out next time we talk all right this one should be a pretty easy one what's the set opener and encore closer for this tour all right why 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 and mm -hmm. then you want to get the closer heidi um, it hasn't always been the same, but most of the time it's been Suicide Romantics. Nailed it. All right. Has it ever been different? Like, what was the, what would it have been? Don't, don't go. I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on to the next one and not worry about it's that. It's all good. No, yeah. I totally think so, too. I'm going to think about this later. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> if I end up looking into it more on, on the set list, I'll, I'll send you. Oh, here's, right. here was the uh, outlier. The other, the one that we did a different song. Yeah. All right. This one, uh, this one should probably be an easy one, and I shouldn't really give hints, but it's whatever. Just based on chronology and whatnot. Which of Des's three EPs gets overall gets the most play live? This is our life, right? Mm -hmm. Wait. <laughs> Not the first one. 
I was going to say, while you're thinking about it, I'll, I'll note for listeners that um, we mentioned before, but this is useful. Uh, Des released three EPs over the past few years. I believe it was one a year-ish, leading up to the first full-length album released yeah. last year. I'm going to say it's probably Let the Vultures In, because he's been doing Maybe I and Used to the Darkness and Heavy Metal Dreamer. Yeah, you're right. That one's a little bit trickier, but because I'm counting, it's not just this tour, but just period. And given that it's the first oh. EP, yeah, obviously those are the songs he had to work with in like 2018, 2019. Yeah. yeah. So, so they, by virtue of being around longer, have built up uh, a lot of plays. I was just thinking about like this tour, but I probably still. should have clarified. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's Des's most played cover song? Do the jams count? No, no, okay. it's got to be with a little help from my friends. Yep, yep. But the Joe Cocker version. Yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I Casey right. noted that earlier, and I was like, ah, interesting that he didn't say the Beatles. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, what's the most played song from a real good person in a real bad place? Can I go look on Spotify? <laughs> <laughs> You'd probably be the same one, actually. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna find that out right now. I'll, I mean, I can take a guess that it's probably MMC, but I don't know. That's a good. Your, your guess is correct again. You guys have good uh, instincts on these. <laughs> All right, I got two more, and this was where actually where. Well, this one is probably the trickiest one on here. Can you name a song from a real good person in a real bad place that he has not? particularly played live and you may know more oh, than me got... but yeah. not on record there's a, there are a few on the album that are not on record as i'm actually playing yet mm-hmm. we yeah. know <laughs> okay you've been checking them off okay like there's a couple that i wanted at every show he actually joked with me once that he's gonna play them at every show that i am not at <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we went to a show and tried to hide that we were there like as a joke but they so found us like really quick <laughs> they found you got pointed out we get yeah. to go in full disguise just so you can get the songs you want to hear <laughs> that's great but, okay, the two that i there's more i think that he hasn't played but the two that i've been dying to hear were the devil inside and rabbit hole based on what i could tell i could be wrong but what i could find it looked like those two and then don't hurt me he is if, if he's played it at all it's not been much and it's not recorded anywhere <laughs> so <laughs> all right and a final one i'll accept either of two options for this one or if you want to give both what is des's most played live song period i have a guess but what do you think kai <laughs> ah. there's there's two songs that are neck and neck like literally like a one show difference so yeah either or i don't know I, I guess I'm going to guess Let Me Live, Let Me Die. I think Heavy Metal Dreamer is the oldest, but he doesn't play that all the time. But he like always plays Let Me Live, Let Me Die. So that's my guess. I would guess the other one is probably Used to the Darkness. It's Let Me Live, Let Me Die and Used to the Darkness, which hey. actually are, yeah, are his <laughs> most played uh, Spotify tracks as well, conveniently. Yeah. Those are those are one and two. Nice job. I think y'all ultimately got every one of those. <laughs> 100%, I think. More yeah. or less. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. say you did. Yeah. <laughs> you, you win the award, you pass the test. I hope there wasn't too much stress involved in that one. <laughs> but, <Kind of> fun. <laughs> yeah. I, like I said, I'm just, I'm still fascinated by the lawyer thing. I need to, I want to understand more about that. License <laughs> attorney still. Really? 
Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Do we have anything else, Casey? Or we want to wrap it up. I just wanted to to definitely just thank you guys for coming to the show in St. Louis because, like I said at the beginning, I attempted to drag somebody along the show with me, but I was I was unsuccessful. But it was nice to to meet familiar people, uh, even though we hadn't met yet. Right. We it was nice to to have that connection and 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 be accepted into the group. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, anytime you go to a Des show, you will surely make friends. Unless if you're like trying not to, you will surely make like, a ton of friends and meet so many cool people. And that's like one of my favorite things about all of us. Right. Yeah. That was that was one part of the show that I thought was kind of funny that because he was he was kind of shouting out states, like asking, you know, where people were from. And you know, you guys being from Michigan, there was a couple people to the right of us that were from Chicago. I don't know what their names were, but they were cracking me up because they had little uh, cut out uh, faces of, of yeah. Dez and Will. And <laughs> They're the best. I love them so much. So Shout out to them three. Oh my God. <laughs> I was going to, that's, that brings up a question there. Like, like by like percentage about how much of a, any random audience would you say that you recognize just from, from interacting online or seeing them at other shows? All of the front row. <laughs> the same front row at every at every show pretty much <laughs> like everybody goes out to like get some ice cream or something after the show <laughs> like 40 or 40 people or something i don't know that needs to happen oh my gosh there you go it's it's the des rocks meetups <laughs> especially on del mar oh i wish we'd have told you all about that in advance there's some great stuff you can do there <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah yeah including including ice cream so but Wait, is that the place that Will was all excited about the ice cream sandwiches? Insomnia cookie. No. He said there was like an ice cream place oh. where you can like build your own ice cream sandwich or something. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, it's like across the street. I went there. I didn't look at the name. I was like burning. I just needed cold food. <laughs> <laughs> that place is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. There's a root beer shop and all sorts of interesting places on Del Mar. I just really appreciate you guys coming down and, and meeting you guys. It was, it was a lot of fun and uh, definitely appreciate you guys joining us to talk about the show. Cause it, it, I mean, like I, like I told you guys on, on Twitter, you know, I, it could be just me and Aaron talking about the show and, and it'd be fine, but it's a, a lot more fun having guests on to talk about it that are more knowledgeable about Des than, than I am, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's been fun. Thanks for asking us. Yeah. I'm going to consider this experiment successful. And so we might do it again sometime in the future. If we, cool. you know, meet some friends at shows and we'll be like, all right, you guys want to talk about it? It's worked before. I think it'll yeah. work again. <laughs> we love, like all of us, we love to talk about the stuff we're passionate about as fans because we're all like such a community. So yeah, we love it. Absolutely. I'm sure a lot of other people would too. Yeah. I'm sure a couple of the other uh, filthy animals are like, oh man, how come they didn't Ask me to be on. <laughs> <laughs> Next time we see him live, we'll we'll uh, we'll accept applications. For... Oh my god! <laughs> like a clipboard, and like the show hasn't even started yet. Right? <laughs> do you want to like do this thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always, well, at least I always hit up the Chicago shows too. So hopefully, we can be at a show together there sometime. Yeah, so. I'm keeping an eye out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely curious. Uh, you know, when it, when we had him on for the interview, he was he was saying that there were some big things in the works. So I'm curious what that what that is. So what you're just saying, Des hasn't announced that I can find like the next wave of tour dates just yet. 
He has mentioned no. having some singles uh, in the works that should be coming out pretty shortly. Some more singles. And so, yeah, everybody keep, uh, we want to recommend people listening. Keep on the lookout for, for those dates. And then you will most likely see Heidi and or Kai at some of those dates. You could be <laughs> friends too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the more the merrier. Yeah, maybe us too. We just, it just, we never know. We yeah. Keep it adventurous. So definitely appreciate Heidi and Kai joining us uh, for this review episode, The Itch on Tour, Des Rocks. My name is Casey. And I'm Aaron. And until next time, rock on. If you enjoyed what you heard in this episode, please subscribe and tell a friend about The Itch. Check out the show notes for links about the episode, as well as our new music playlist and where you can hear us every Sunday night. And you can interact with us at itchrocks.com or on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Gmail, all at itchrocks, I-T-C-H-R-O-C-K-S.